going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Talk Something Up podcast. Um, before we get started, I want to give a uh, small shout-out to my grandmother, who just had her 87th birthday, and hopefully many more to come after that. Um, on today's uh, podcast, we have Haley Kohansky, who is a really good person to talk to, a really good friend, friend of mine. Um, we get into a plethora of different topics such as like her love for animals, um, some tattoo ideas, and several other things. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, Haley, welcome to the show. Thanks for, be- thanks for being on. Thank you so much, Haley. talking about this before um you know being a uh, introverted person um what made you want to do this or be on the show yeah i just figured since you know i know you for a couple years now um our parents were good friends um i just figured you know since i've never done this before i figured you know why not just give it a shot you know do something new have you have you listened to one before in the past (laughs) I have listened to a couple podcasts. It's not something that I would say I listen to on the daily. Um, my cousin, she's shown me a couple podcasts before. This one that she likes to listen to, it's called Call Me, wait, Call Her Daddy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I've listened to that a couple times visiting her in Tennessee, but that's about it that I've really listened to. But I just don't get into it you know i'm more of a video person than audio does she uh is there a certain topic behind it or does she just (laughs) kind of kind of do what this show does it's pretty much you know like a relationship kind of a thing okay okay kind of like relationship advice for girls and it's kind of like i don't know story story time telling whatnot she get a lot of uh does she get any details with it, like how many uh, downloads she gets or <laughs> Well, it's any a of podcast that? that she listens to, not that she records herself. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's still, okay. I like it. Um, getting it, so rewinding a bit, um, rewinding from your life, what was um, growing up as a person <laughs> about this tall? And if you can't see, it's about like two feet off the ground here. <laughs> Well, I grew up being the only child. I do have a half-brother. That is from my dad's previous marriage. Um, mm-hmm. There's a 15-year age difference. Oh, okay. Um, so, growing up, you know, obviously if you're the only child, you know, you're kind of a little spoiled here right, and there, right, right. you know. And, of course, I'm the daughter, you know, daddy's little girl. Right, right, gonna, right. He's totally going to go out of his way for me. Of course, for mom, you know, I'm the first kid she's mm-hmm. had. Um, growing up, yeah, I've always, I was a crazy kid, you know? Really? Um, hyper, just kind of an outdoorsy kind of person, just kind of energetic, 
everything. So I, <laughs> honest to God, would have never, never <laughs> guessed. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the best that I can and feel like what my parents would try and describe me as. Um, I was, my mom, she said I wasn't really that shy. I would go up to random people, say hi, you know. I'm not too afraid of going out to do something. Um, honestly, I really can't think that well. You know, memories from that age just don't really flow to me quickly. But um, no, I uh, no, I like I said, I never. I considering how you are, um, I would have never never guessed such a thing. Yeah. Um, it almost sounds like um, it's some it's extroverted almost. About yeah, um, can't really think of much being introverted. Um, I would like to go out with mom and dad. Go do things. Go out, you know, like shopping, mm -hmm. going to the beach. Um, growing up, oh, we used to take trips to Florida all the time. That to Disney, I'm guessing, Disney, right? <laughs> Disney, um, I am a Disney nerd, um, but my grandparents, they lived in um, South Florida, Pompano Beach, Fort Lauderdale, go there several times a year, you know. Um, that was the thing we would do, and then kind of started becoming less, you know, each year I'd get into school, you know kindergarten, first grade, second grade, so on, it'd be less and less, you know, less time available right. um, to really go see my grandparents, but kind of our thing as a family. Um, so, have you gone, you said, so I, it's funny because I saw a TikTok a couple days ago, it, this guy, he zooms in on random locations in the, in the United States, I guess. Mm -hmm. Pompano Beach, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Fort Lauderdale, yeah. Pompano In that Beach. general, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever explored the Keys down there? I haven't. Key Largo, Key West, Marathon? Mom, mom has. Yeah, because she used to live in Florida for 10 years. So she, really? She pretty much knows more of the South than the North, I would say. So she knows a lot of the ins and outs in that state. Yeah, yeah she <laughs> knows, you know... When exactly, you know, the season is, what's going to happen, what's the weather like, what's the traffic like, the best places, the best, best, sorry, best places to eat at, where the good beaches are, she kind of knows, you know, but my grandmom, she lived there for 40 years, and she pretty much wow. knows as much as, you know, mom, definitely. That's interesting. Um, what, um, you see... Are your um, because you said because you said she lived in Florida for ten years, yeah. um, you like to go out and do things together, which yeah. is fantastic because not all the not all families really do that. They yeah. they're they're not as quite as uh, close, I guess is the right word. Yeah, I mean we're perfectly fine being homebodies, just kind of chill at home, watch a movie, just chill out. But then we also do appreciate you know getting out going places, keeping busy. Are they also active like you? Like you go, want to go, I don't know if it's, if you're like this today, but you know, when you were saying when you were a kid, mm -hmm. um, you said that you were active. Were they active like you as well? Like wanting to explore, um, wanting to go out and try things and when things like that. When they were younger 
or when I was younger. Oh, that, or still today. At any time. Anytime. Uh, Back then, now, or maybe even down the line, if they uh, if they want to go out and try something new in the near future, for example. Yeah, I know mom and dad, they had family trips, you know, when they were growing up, going, you know, to Florida themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, still today, you know, dad, of course, he's retired from his previous job. Um, now he is working at um, an elementary school. He doesn't have that much time except for summer or yes. holidays. Mom, she kind of stays at home, does her own thing. You know, she's a graphic designer, painter. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of does her commission work, I pretty see. much. Um, you know, wherever we find time, you know, I have two weekdays off from work, and then obviously I have the weekend, but we pretty much have to figure out our own schedule. Pretty much we can be spontaneous. But pretty much if we are to be spontaneous, it would be, you know, a couple miles radius, you know, like. Like <laughs> Ocean City, for Ocean example. Ocean City, yes. Okay. Kind of like that. Um, go to a restaurant for the night. Uh, it's funny that you bring up your dad because if I remember in the past, you remember, or you, I remember you mentioning to me that he, he was known as the, uh, one of the security guys that. Yeah. Was it Lakeside or was it, was, it the high school? He I'm not, started, I, can't remember. I believe he started his first year being a security guard at the middle school. Yes, Lakeside. Did, now, did he, was he always at Lakeside or did he bounce around he bounced doing that? Around, or? Yeah, he okay. started, I believe, started at you know the middle school and then um, went to Memorial. So, okay. Uh, at the pre-high school, since junior they, high school, junior I guess. High, since they since Lakeside is technically considered middle school, middle school. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he did for my four years of high school. He was at the same locations as me. So was that just by mere coincidence or coincidence? Okay. You know, like okay. hey, they had an opening here. I'll work here. It wasn't Very like cool. hey, Dad, I want you to work where I am and. You know, obviously, with that impression, like, oh, your dad works, you know, that same high school as you, you can get out of being late, you know, <laughs> oh, you can get free lunch this, or, you know, teacher's pet, in a way. I see. But, How did that, uh, did that, 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 you pretty much answered my next question, did that ever <laughs> get, like, discussed and things like that, uh, yeah, but did it? Yeah, you know, some teachers, some other security guards were like, oh, you know, you still got to listen to the rules. Your daughter can't get away with too much stuff. I'll be honest. I did get away with being late to school. My time management. I I don't buy that. I'm sorry. (laughs) My time management, um, I go with my own brain clock, pretty much. Like, it's it's hard, um, you know, keeping a schedule for myself. Um, I have to plan ahead sometimes. Right, right, right. Because if it's the same day, you know, getting up out of bed for school, I'm like, oh, I don't want to. It's a drag. You know, or I have this in my mind, like, oh, I leave at this time, 10 minutes I have to get to school. I'll be (laughs) fine. I'll just speed a little bit. But, um, yeah, kind of, you know, he has the experience in a way. I know it's a really sensitive topic. These days, you know, he was a retired police officer mm-hmm. for 25 years. He kind of has his foot in the door a little I bit. I didn't know that. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I could I could definitely 
see why it would be sensitive. It's not really something that you yeah, want to get into too no, bad. No, I kind of just stay away from topics like that. I don't right. get into it. Okay, yeah. But um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, did he at least enjoy what he did? You know, dare I say serving the community? Yeah. Because, I mean, I know he did. I don't mean that in, like, an insulting <laughs> term or nothing. But, but, I mean, you don't really see that too much anymore. Um, but did he did he enjoy what he did? Or was he it just like, ah, it's a job. helping others. He's okay. a very people-like person, I want to say. He's kind of to himself. But if it comes to somebody that he needs to help out, he'll put them first. Oh, I'm sure. Obviously. I'm sure. Um, instincts probably yeah he does the same thing for the family too he comes first he's second to himself that's how he is you know it's it's a do or die situation we come first he's kind yeah. of like eh, i don't want to be a bother but anyway yes that job had their positives it had their negatives um you know obviously as of today as a family we are glad he is retired yes from, oh definitely you know, definitely everything going on but um, I want to say he did enjoy it. Good, good. I'm sure That's he made some he good friends along the way. Yeah. yeah. Of course, he still has friends that he speaks to from um, his work that he still, you know, hangs out with. But, right, right, yeah, right. Good people. But anyway. <laughs> um, your mom, you said your mom does graphic design. I've seen yeah. her paintings in the past. <laughs> um. I think, uh, I, I can't remember who sh showed them to me. It might have been my mom or something. Probably like. your mom. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she has some, did, did she ever um, charge for paintings like that? Or did she put them in a show or something like she, that? Before? Yeah, so she has shows. Her last recent show was in Cape May. Had a, like a month-long kind of put them on the wall. People come in. It was at, a, I forget the name, it was at a winery. But, um, was it this year? Or? It was this year. It okay. was the month of August, but now August is coming to an end, so they're going to yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know how she finds shows. She's usually asked by, you know, like the art committee or just from people like, hey, this is having a show. You want to put some paintings in kind of a thing. Um, I know how I went previously along the lines that she does commission work. People, you know, she puts herself out there on Facebook. Friends, friends of friends, family members, friends of them, pretty much. They'll come up to her, hey, I want a portrait of so-and-so. Hey, I want this building, you know, painted. Or she does, um, each year during the Christmas time, she'll do pet portraits on, like, a uh, no, ceramic Christmas ball. I don't know. I don't know how. If she doesn't already, I don't know how she doesn't make a fortune doing that because there's so many people that right. have pets out there. And I, I want to say, you know, it's it's kind of hard for her, which I sympathize for her. You know, she kind of struggles because really? where we live um, here in New Jersey, the area that we live in, you don't, you can't get your name out there. Um, there's not that many people who are interested in art. Um, so if, say, we were to live in, like, Philly or Georgia or California, you know, places that really support the art business and where you can get your name out there, she would absolutely be, you know, getting, obviously, her name out there. Yeah, and, yeah. 
but um, you know making that money <laughs> right, right. So is it is it just because of where where we're at you know in the southern new jersey area i mean yeah, yeah we're yeah we're 45 minutes away from philly but um yeah. um is it remotely because of that i want to say it's um it, it depends on location pretty much she has okay. artwork that she takes into you know like little art studios out in ocean city she sells a in the summer good amount. Pretty much. She in just the summer, started. she would, if she does, like I said, if she <laughs> um, doesn't already thrive, she so will thrive. Many beach scenes and stuff, but um, she just started this year, just um, took part in the art studio something. I don't even know the name of my forget. Right, right, right. In Ocean City, and a lot of people, um, you know, have been purchasing her artwork. I don't mean to sound like we live in a bad place, but I think it's, the area of New Jersey that we currently live in, no one appreciates the art. Um, just word just doesn't get around. I hate to say this; it's not all about the money, but it's about people who just don't have the money. I they see. greatly appreciate what she does and love her artwork, but um, there have been a couple people that were like, "Oh, I I'd love to purchase this, but you yeah. know, it's a." A little too expensive but you know she is an artist and I'm not being biased because I'm her daughter yeah, but yeah. the reason why she lived in Florida for 10 years she went to art school the art institute I knew of, there had to yeah. be some sort of <laughs> so, reason <laughs> yeah so um the art institute of Fort Lauderdale she's only gone for I believe her associates but you know she's gone to school Two she years knows. is two years. Yeah. If she if she had a doctorate in it, it she'd be a doctor. Uh, but <laughs> I, um, I feel like I should know more. Know more since she's my mom. I feel like she only went to school for two years. I kind of feel bad. You learn a lot in two years. I don't remember. Though. Like I'm put on the spot, and it's like, ah, I'm trying to remember everything. But um, yeah. her side of the family, um, both her side, mom and dad side, very artistic people. Um, my uncle, he's a glass blower. He does like glass. Really? Yeah. They, he actually. Oh my gosh! I hope I don't get this wrong. But he did, I believe, their wedding cake topper out of glass. I believe. Really? Like you know the torch. Yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. Fire torch sculpting yeah. kind of a thing. Um, my uncle, yeah, that was one of my uncle. My other uncle, um, he has passed now, but um, mm-hmm. he liked a lot of hands-on things. He would make copper sculptures, you know, like a rose. He was a woodsy person. He'd build birdhouses. Um, he built, I don't know the year make of the car, but he made a um, Cobra. I think really? it was from the 70s out of parts. Like, a, built a whole car and everything. So one That of is Cobras, amazing. Um, my, my grandfather, pretty hands-on. My dad's father, he was very, like a but like to work. I said, you know, work use his hands. Use yeah, his hands, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, pretty much, yeah, both both sides, more of my mom, more hands-on. Me, myself, I will tell you straight up, I do not have the patience to paint or draw, <laughs> but um, I have done glass work, bead work, you know, taking really? a glass with the blowtorch or, I forget what it's called, torch, whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shoots out fire. 
um, making glass beads, mom will turn them into, you know, bracelets, necklaces. Um, I like, it's this thing, <laughs> polymer clay. It sound, kind of it thing. actually does you sound vaguely familiar. You put it in the oven and it gets hard kind of thing. I'm more of a hands-on, crafty, okay. building, sculpture kind of a person. I took ceramics my junior and senior year of high school. Yeah. yeah. So I still have all that stuff. I like Do you to. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, ask me to paint or draw something. The best you'll get from me is a stick figure. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get more? Uh, that kind of answers the next question if you get more from your mom's side or your dad's side but I think it's um, I think it's a little bit of a I think it's more even than you think yeah. if I'm being if I'm being um, honest with you yeah um, I want to say I'm pretty equal personality wise and interest wise between from mom and dad um, <laughs> they say my mom and my dad agree that I'm more of my dad, you know, the stubbornness, okay. loudness. Oh, oh, the stubbornness. <laughs> it's because, <laughs> yeah. You say like that to, like it's a bad quality. It's not. It really is. It's not. I don't think but, so. But um, it's only because, um, just a running joke in the family, um, we're Ukrainian from my dad's side. Really? Um, my papa, he didn't come over, but his brothers and sisters, his mom and dad, came over um, early 1900s to Ellis Island, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's um, up, that's up near New York City. So, yeah. I mean, that's only a three-hour jog from here. Yeah, so obviously my grandfather is full Ukrainian. My dad's half, so I get the quarter part. So I can't really brag, like, yeah, I'm Ukrainian. But um, his side, you know, stubborn. You know, you got that Russian-Polish yeah, area. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they're hard workers, me, unfortunately. Um I like my job work, but when it comes to, you know, not to sound like I'm lazy, but, you know, yard work, fixing work, kind of housework, kind of a thing. It's kind of like, and I'll do it on my own time, kind of a thing. Um, his side, you know, German, Ukrainian, some Irish, I believe. Probably, probably all did, over Europe. The, yeah, he did the whole ancestry thing. Um Little did we know that there was some Italian that came in, but that could explain why I'm so loud. I don't know. <laughs> Stereotypical. But um, mom's side, you know, German. There's a bunch. German, English, Irish, Scandinavian. Don't know the exact part, but who knows? Swedish, Norwegian. Don't know. But Because I've seen <laughs> – we, we, we did that ancestry thing yeah. as well. It doesn't – I think the only flaw with it is that with those smaller countries, yeah. I don't think it goes into... In-depth. Correct. Like, yes. You know. Like the smaller... If I'm... If I'm... If I'm this... For example, you're Sicilian or like a specific... That w- it won't say that. It'll just say... Italian or yeah, something. Yeah, just yeah, like, you're from Italy, north or south, who knows? Right, right, but, right. yeah, it's... Even I think Ukraine doesn't really come up that It comes doesn't really come up that much. I think it comes up, I believe, Ukrainian or what is it? Eastern Europe. E- what, what a general yeah. term. But I then mean, you also on. have these percentages that are like 2 or 3%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it is, it it is technically Where, percent. <laughs> I, yeah, some things, you know, like, um, I forget what it's called. Some part Jewish, something came up on dad, but that was like really? 3%. That could be going centuries. 
Oh, I'm sure. Centuries ago, but you know, it's in that area, so be expected. It. Uh, I'm sure there name, is. If, you yeah. know, what, it'll be two or three percent. Even if there's only one person down the line, it's still. Yeah. It will still follow that two three percent of. Right. Or, or whichever the percent is in that case. Yeah, but um, I'm pretty, you know, loud. You know, like I just <laughs> said, I literally am like repeating myself. They, my parents, like to say, "Yeah, you're more like your father." You're stubborn, just like your grandfather. Oh, they say it like it's insulting. I wouldn't find that <laughs> oh, insulting. Oh, no, I am honored yeah. to represent what my family is. Represent the stubbornness. <laughs> um, yeah. High school life, what was uh, what was that like for you? School life, um, I would say elementary. Oh, God, I hate talking about school. Um, elementary, you know, I had my friends. I was there, you know. I, there's a couple people that I'm still, you know, associate myself with. Um, I'm really good friends with this guy now. We've been <laughs> one of these guys. We had our, you know, puppy love kind of ah, in elementary I see, I kind see. of a thing. I, I guess we had our interest in each other. Obviously, yeah, we were yeah. like, what, six? And, you know, we were just good <laughs> friends. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, I still keep in contact with him every day. He's in the Navy now. Oh, that's fantastic. Like four years. He wants to do it as special warfare kind of a thing. Wow. He's, he's at, he lives out in California now. Mm-hmm. He has his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. But um, we're, we're all good friends. Yeah. Like, his girlfriend um, likes me. And yeah. we're pretty much like a brother-sister kind of a thing. So is he still serving? Or, um, or is he kind of like, did your four or five years and... I think he is ending his four years pretty soon. Very cool. And then in a couple months, he wants to do the special warfare kind of a thing, a part of the Navy. Right. But um, unfortunately, you know, he did go start it off with the Navy SEALs, but that just didn't work out for him. So then he was just part of the Navy. Right. Um, how's uh... But anyway, <laughs> still keeping, I know, school. I'm trailing away school life oh, that's fine um you know I, I the people i went to school with elementary my mom already knew their parents so it's kind of like a full circle kind of a thing just right. the family um i don't even know where to begin um i it seems like you, you sound like you could write a book about it uh, maybe <laughs> um i didn't want to i was a little troubled I got myself in trouble. I, um, oh God, I keep pausing trying to think because there's so much. I, I really hate to say this, which is the fact. Um, I was kind of like the school bully, unfortunately. Um, um, I would tease other kids. Am I talking to the same person? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I gr- obviously grew out of that, but um, I, I feel gross with myself even saying this. But, you know, I would tease other kids. I I don't even remember if I had my own insecurities or what. Or because I was so hyper. I have no idea. I, I even hate talking about this and remembering. But, yeah, I would kind of pick on other kids. And it kind of just makes me feel like crap to say that. Um, I have friends. But there were other people that were like, oh, yeah, Haley, she did this again. Or... You know, there was this one instance, it was with your cousin, 
um, she, you know, my friend, she, um, she went to the bathroom. We were doing, you know, headphone listening audio kind of a thing. It was kindergarten. I'm surprised they allowed such a, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Um, anyway, uh, I remember, you know, I was always, you know, there for her, kind of a protective kind of a friend. But um, listening to this audio book thing in elementary, um, kindergarten, um, she went up, left, and then um, this one kid came over. You know, she took her headphones off, left. This random kid came over. Um, I remember um, I took the headphones off of him. I don't know if he was, like, <laughs> um, very sensitive with his skin or something, but his ears turned bright red. Whoa. And obviously me as a kid, I don't know how to explain things. So let me get toward where I'm trying to go. <laughs> um, apparently the teachers or other kids thought I hit him, which I didn't. I, <laughs> I, because it was so traumatic for me as a kid, it's still in my core memory. Like I took his, the headphones off. Maybe I did it a little too rough. I don't know. But um, this is what kind of gave me the image of being like, meanie, I guess. But um, I was called to the office, got in trouble for it. He went to the nurse, and I'm like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I just yeah, took yeah. the headphones off. I swear. But like I said, it was so traumatic for me. I still remember. And then I had to have lunch detention with the principal because me as a kid, not knowing what's going on, why am I getting in trouble? I just tried to help my friend out. Like a kid came over, took your headphones. You know, I wanted to save your spot in a way right, for you right, to come right. back. And then... I don't know. I guess I thought I hit him, made his ears red. But I guess I took him off too hard. Whatever. Um, elementary, growing up. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> you're a little kid. I don't remember certain things. Um, growing up in school, uh, we would have, you know, like Halloween parties, kind of a thing. Dress up, go to school, have like a, I don't remember what it was, but a trunk or treat kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's more, it's more common. It's probably more common with my sister because that, that's that's what they did yeah. with their elementary school. And I think since, you know, we're only, what, two or three years apart or whatever. Four years, I think. Is, okay. 23, aren't you? Yeah. Like 26? <laughs> I was going to say, you make me sound like I an old man. I can't do math right now. It's late. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, it's yes, a, yes, well, three years. Yeah. Um, um, it was more, I think it, it's becoming more a of a trend. Of, yeah, there were a lot of things for the students, you know, Student Appreciation Day, we would have the ice cream truck come, there'd be bounce houses, activities, there'd be school assemblies, people would come and perform, you know. <laughs> Almost Yo -yo. sounds like it's Olympic Day yeah. or something. Olympic Day kind of a thing, yeah. Um, for those Yo -yo. that don't know what that is, that's uh, a little <laughs> thing we did in high school, or with the high school, with their leaders club and things like that. Yeah, Olympic but Day. Continue, please. All the different elementary schools came together and it'd be like Olympics kind of a thing. Exactly. <laughs> they had, God knows how many, probably 25, 30 different events that they yeah. had that they had they in had the span of six hours. For little kids, uh, kickball, you had the running long jump. Yep, uh, yep. All kinds of track stuff. Track and field kind of a thing. Yeah, but. Tug of I War, I think, was another one. Oh, yeah, man. it was. Um, I want to say the activities we had, I had fun in elementary. Yes. I had fun. Um, going into middle school, well, yeah, going into middle school. Uh, that's when 
things turned around, I was the one being bullied. I see. That's kind of tables like turning one hundred eighty degrees. I, yeah, yeah. I. That's when, um, you know, I don't know if you were gonna bring this up eventually, but that is when my anxiety and depression started. Really. I want to say it started in elementary too. Um, because I remember very early on there were post audiobook incident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember in going back, I'm backtracking. Elementary, there was, you know, we had health class. The health teacher wanted to show us a video about kids getting hurt and what to do for yourself if you got hurt. In terms of like accidents or something accidents, like that? Like okay. For example, you fall, split your knee open, or touch a hot stove, or okay. if okay. one of your friends get hurt, fall off a swing, hit their head, what do you do kind of a thing. So it was more like a lot of <laughs> physical injuries, not so kind much of, like... It was, a, it was a videotape just to teach us. Okay. I, I see. It, like I said, this is another core memory. It traumatized me. I remember I refused to watch the video. I would literally have panic attacks, honestly. Really? I would cry. But, you know, you're a little kid. You don't know what's going on. So, obviously, you're going to like kind of freak out. I've never seen something like this before. Um, luckily, my mom's ex-sister-in-law was the school counselor. Guidance counselor. Guidance counselor, time. yeah. So, you know, some, they're still close today. Oh, cool, cool. So, cool. you know, I knew her. She helped me out, you know, kind of talk me through. Obviously, the health teacher was like, your daughter has to watch this no matter what. But uh, so it, they kind of, it was mandatory? I, mandatory oh, kind man. of thing. But um, I want to say fifth grade is when I started to show signs of anxiety. Okay. I was just a very brave kind of person. I don't remember when things started to get worse. I don't know if it was fifth grade or going into middle school, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Um, but yeah, middle school, traumatizing for me. I would say very traumatizing. Right. Um, I had people come up to me, you're ugly. You're pathetic. You're, you can't do anything right. You're a bad word. Here, I'm not going to say any bad words, but... Insert, insert, insert expletive. Insert, oh, you're such a B word. You're a piece of S word. And, you know, it just... I never experienced that before. And it really messed me up. It really did. Um, anxiety. I would have panic attacks. I had a panic attack. Um, you know, this is mental health kind of a thing. And I still struggle with it today, but... There was a time where my parents literally took me to the hospital because I was freaking out. It was traumatizing. I remember it would happen. It was so weird. It would happen several times a day at certain times of the day. I would just start kind of was it, panicking. I was it daily know. or was this like an everyday thing? Nothing or? triggered it. It just felt. Okay. Uh, heart beating fast, sweating, crying. I remember why am I panicking, Mom? Why do I feel this way? Why am I crying? Mom would tell me, what's on your mind? Oh, my God, I don't know. Where do I begin? No. Yeah, no, like, I don't know what's on my mind. So, you know, I'm kind of, like, straying away back and forth into the topic, but yeah, yeah, yeah. all I can say was it was traumatizing. Right. The guidance counselor didn't do crap to help me. It was kind of like... Eh, we'll handle it. 
will talk to the other person that's bullying you. Nothing worked. Nothing happened. To where my parents had to step in and wow. call the school and, you know, talk to them. What the heck is going on? You know, my daughter's coming home every day, sad, crying, saying she's been bullied again. Um, yada, yada, yada. I, I just have nothing to say about the medical school. Right. Um, yeah, that's when the depression kicked in. Yeah. Um, trigger warning. Um, I was so depressed where I felt suicidal. Wow. And um, I hated myself. I wanted to die. Um, my parents, yeah, they were very concerned. Um, I know it's people are like, well, what caused it? You know, just hating myself, very down on myself, getting bullied. It kind of started to snowball in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hate, I feel so gross to say this. Um, I don't know if it's very, very personal, but just to get it out there, like, the depression was so bad, I would literally inflict damage to myself. I don't want to say a razor blade, but, you know, you would find a tack in the house, kind of, I wouldn't do the whole wrist thing, it was kind of my thighs, but it wouldn't be so bad where you would look at me right now and be like, oh my god, scars, like, it's depressing to talk about. Um, for, for anybody, yeah. For anybody, but um, my mental health has never been 100% since late elementary, I would say. Started off with the anxiety and then just kind of snowballed. Um, I've been to therapists, you know, I was that stubborn, you know, coming back to yeah, me being yeah. stubborn. Therapists would talk to me and then talk to my parents, oh, Haley, do this, do that to help yourself. I don't want to do it. I was stubborn. I heard them. I kind of, I feel guilty. I kind of wasted my parents' money. But um, I was stubborn. I didn't want to do what they were told. I thought, eh, I'm fine, whatever, kind of a thing. Um, yeah. Ask me about middle school. Nothing to say about it, honestly. Um, you had your semi-formals kind of a thing. School dance, go with friends, here and there, field trips. But I just mentally did not enjoy myself right. at all. If I could, and if my parents were here right now, they would fully agree that that was the worst, probably the worst years of my school yeah. life. Or that whatever. is like three or four years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't typically like to fully admit, but you know, I was eventually placed on medications to help. Mm -hmm. I've been through many trials and right, trials right, and errors. Yeah. Some made me more aggressive, right, angry. Unfortunately, I did put that out on my parents a lot. Um, just very aggressive. Yeah. And then to have to trial this and that. But I grew out of that. I grew out of aggression and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like to get into, you know, those years of my life and how angry I got and what I did. But um, know that I deeply regret that. Anyway, getting out of that, you know, um, going into high school, you know, junior high and then high school. Yes, I'm still going through anxiety, depression. Yes, there were still people targeting me. Um, but, you know, I kind of got out of my shell a little bit more in high school. Um, did tennis my um, freshman, sophomore, junior year. Got myself out there. Um, Very I, cool. Very yeah, cool. tennis. I 
haven't done tennis in like five, six years now, but you know, if you ask me to come play, I will go play tennis, whatever. Not all of us are <laughs> going to go pro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did basketball cheerleading. I think it was my sophomore year. Um, my cousin got me into that. You know, she's like, hey, you know, I do football cheer. Obviously, I couldn't do that because tennis and football cheer was the same. They kind of conflict in the same season. Yeah, yeah. but obviously I would prioritize tennis. Um, It was fun. You know, I made friends there and everything. Um, What did I do? Oh, I partook in clubs, I think. Um. I kind of was still that shy person. I've been shy, you know, starting middle school and then kind of, you know, towards the end of high school, I kind of opened up. I'm a very nervous person, um, so I tried to partake in high school things, but kind of like, eh, I don't really want to cause just because I'm shy. Um, that's when, you know, my dad was a security guard there. Um, I honestly... You know, you're put on the spot for these podcast things. You try and think, and you just blank. Sometimes it goes blank, you yeah, just yeah, blank. yeah. It's like, you graduated five years ago. Why do you not remember what you did in <laughs> high school? Um, I was kind of, I want to say like an outcast in a way in high Interesting. school. Interesting. Um, you know, you obviously have your cliques. You have... Oh, yes, you do. You have the uh, popular girls. You have the sporty girls. Mm-hmm. You kind of have the girls that keep quiet, don't really keep busy. Um, the girls that really don't include you with anything. I was just there. I was doing my own thing. You have, yeah, you have the ones that are that are high ranked in your class. Yeah. Um, all the ones that the smart, the nerds, the smart ones. The <laughs> well, the... tell us how you really feel now. <laughs> no, um, you have the bad kids. <laughs> yeah, where they're constantly in trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I kind of was just there vibing, I guess. Um, just doing the four years and getting yeah, there. Kind yeah, kind of the thing. If I was ever given the opportunity to restart my high school year and change certain things, I would have. Because really? there's, you know, me being shy, there's things that I could have um, joined clubs, I guess. Things that I look back on is like, oh, I, I should have done that. Put my name out there a little bit more okay. school-wise, you know. Um, I should have done better with education because... I thought you were always like that A-B um, student. I, I want to say A's if I'm very, very, very lucky. But I want to really? say I was kind of like that eh, high B's here and there um I just I've never been a school person like I cared but when it came to tests and quizzes and stuff like that that's when the anxiety kicked in you know I get very nervous I don't think I start overthinking and then I just kind of flunk them in a way I did well I did okay (laughs) well that's where I I just didn't care I I wish I could have cared more Interesting. Um, I would have changed that. Um, <laughs> prom. I wish I I didn't. I wasn't asked to prom. I had okay. to ask a guy to prom. 
yeah. it was, you know, I was involved. I was in a peer leadership conference where we went to North Jersey, um, me and a couple kids, um, kind of clicked with these kids from North Jersey. I don't remember the part, but it was North. <laughs> Usually it's a big rivalry. I'm surprised that uh, there and, weren't like fists flying. You know, no, you I'm got kidding. the, it was um, counties. You had okay, so they, County. You had Cumberland County. You had, I don't know. North probably Jersey. some from all over, all 21 counties in the state. <sighs> yeah, pretty much. Um, mm -hmm. I met up, me and my friend who, unfortunately, I don't speak to anymore. We kind of vibed with these guys. Not like a date kind of a thing. But one of those guys I met up with, he drove, what, two and a half, three hours to South Jersey wow. just to meet me up with some. Unfortunately, he turned out to be a, um, not a nice guy, very, um, looking for one thing, if yeah, you catch yeah. my drift, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, he was nice when I asked, you know, when we were cool, asked him to prom, look back at it. It's just like, I wish I could have asked. A better guy friend or somebody who had more morals he he started off with oh he he goes to church he's a very very god religious person, religious yeah. person. and then it just came out you know he just flipped like a switch very yeah, yeah, weird yeah. very weird um <laughs> senior trip where do we begin with that um, we got time let's go <laughs> um i'm not bad talking anybody mm -hmm. but um you know, people who I don't associate with anymore. We were close. I still associate with one. I still visit her every couple one, weekends. One is better one, than none. Yeah. Um, I visit her here and there um, on the weekends in Delaware. But anyway, um, senior trip. We had our group. We had our four, four of us, including me, our little friend group. Um, but they grew up together in their own because, you know, Different. There were different elementaries. There were different mm -hmm. middle schools. They grew up in Lawrence River Township. Okay. A little bit farther south than we are. More yeah, south, yeah. yeah. Maybe like 15, 20 minutes away, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they knew all. E they knew each other, and then I kind of joined in the group. But <laughs> senior trip, we went to Disney World. Um, I don't remember if they have never rode, well, flew in a plane before. So, but I have obviously always going to Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to Disney. You know, all the ins and outs. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, no, it's fine, whatever. Don't mind the turbulence. If yeah. it happens, you'll be fine. Yeah, 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah. But... Um, I've been to Disney several times. They've never been to Disney. So I kind of was like the leader. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. um, luckily for us, you could have four people per room. And luckily, we all right. knew each other. Right, yes, yes, yes. So I was like, yeah, follow me. I know this about Disney. I know about that about Disney. And then, you know, after the first, second day, I was kind of in, not in the shadows in a way, but they, the three of them started to argue with each other. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, boy, you had to, you had to play the role Guys, of parent. stop. Stop <laughs> it. You know, we're Disney. Have fun. And, you know, one of them, they kind of got sick, got an ear infection. They kind of uh, stayed out of everything. That's a and bummer. Then, you know, one of them, I, who I'm still friends with today, she was like, I want to see this. I want to walk on the road. You know, <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't, I wouldn't want to be stuck in a group. I want to go out and explore. Yeah. You know, yeah. if one person's like, I want to see this. And the other person's like, no, I want to see that. I don't blame you for wanting to stay away from the group. But that was the rules. You had to stay together. So I'm kind of like. Oh. Yeah, you didn't like it any more than the next guy, but. Yeah, it was kind of like playing mom in a way. And then just. 
I don't think we've ever spent that much time together. I guess we were together for five, four or five days. And then you kind of get on each other's nerves. But like I said, I <laughs> was you're around the, the same people, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of like, guys, stop it. You know, we're here. You know, have fun. But um, I would say my high school years were okay. Okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, this... There's really not much for me to talk about. It's I'm sure it's the same as everybody. Your school years, yeah, whatever. Who cares? You've gone through this. You've gone through that. It's the same, you know. High school, middle I would, school. So whatever. I would argue, and it's not to disagree. I would. Would it be different? I will ask you. Would it be different? Like we're talking hypotheticals, obviously, because yeah. too too much, <laughs> not enough time for details. Um, extreme details. Um, hypothetically, if you were to come across somebody that was, I don't know, the, uh, call it the quarterback of the high school football team. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you asked them and you told them the same things you're telling me now, five years later, would they say the same thing you were saying in your opinion? So a current Whoever. Well, just hi- hypothetical John Doe yeah. person. If they, if they were, if you were to ask them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what your what their four years were like, mm-hmm. w- in your opinion, would they say the same exact thing or something remotely close to what you just told me? How their four years were. Someone who's just graduated, right? That's where we're going. <laughs> I, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> no, okay, so, sorry. so if I were, if if I were to ask, um, because I mean, obviously we were three years apart. Yeah. Um, if I were to ask, if I had the quarterback of the football team yeah. in front of me okay. right now, yes, and I asked them the same Someone thing. Someone who's four or five years younger than me. Right. Okay. Um. I were to ask them the same thing. How were your four years of high school, in your opinion? If I were to ask yeah. them that okay. question, would they say something remotely? It doesn't have to be the same exact answer, but something remotely close to what you just told me. I mean, if you're giving me somebody who's in football, we would relate with sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, times are different today. Like I said, I don't really like to talk about certain, you know, like, topics um, that might offend people. I don't know. It's just different views these days. Um, It's different now with COVID. You know, things are different. Mm -hmm. Um, They could have had a different aspect of high school. I don't really know exactly what, but, you know, if they were in high school during COVID, you know, they're in and out of school, you know, virtual oh, stuff. Oh, definitely, definitely. I don't know. My niece and nephew, they did virtual stuff. Totally off topic, but I kind of understand what was going on with that. Um, maybe I wouldn't know if they had mental um, things that I went through, you know, including anxiety, depression. I want to I wanna say I really don't know. I will honestly say I do not know how to answer this question because I'm trying to gather what's going on today Mm -hmm. and what current high school students are going through, which, 
you know, you're in and out of school. You have to wear masks, this and that, yeah, whatever, yeah. COVID, blah, blah, blah. Remote learning, all that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, my Well, thinking about my dad being a security guard still, I mean, he did transfer to elementary just because, he, you know, each year you get worse and worse kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to think, you know, I've been, you know, graduated for five years now out of school. Um, so those last five years after I graduated, my dad is still, you know, this past year, he just transferred. Anyway, mm -hmm. the five years that he's been doing this, um, how I would summarize his words is that it's becoming more strict, a little in the middle of more strict and less strict. I see. Um, I don't, oh, I hate saying this word, but delinquent kids kind of um it's kind of the same but just you know administration's kind of just like letting things go in a way i see i i don't know how to explain i will but. so i will ask is it because <laughs> one of those things because covid yeah or is it w would you say maybe it's a generational I would say it's more of a generation okay. kind of a thing. Because, you know, a lot of things are relaxed. Like, for example, if um, in the workplace, if you were to work in office or whatever, they may have a relaxed dress code or something like mm -hmm. that um, because things are might not exactly be... Today's kids are going to do whatever they want to do. That's all I can say, <laughs> I think. It's like, rules, what rules? I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Let's see, rules, not in my dictionary. Yeah, no, I, I'm i trying to pick little pieces out of, you know, the personality of my niece and nephew, trying to relate to them as, like, a high school student. Is that where they're at now in high school? No, they're, oh my gosh, they're, my niece will be in 12 in September, okay. and my nephew just turned, oh, <laughs> Oh my god, I'm an orphan aunt. Um, 10 or 11 in June. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that is... I think 11 in June. So the last so couple of years have probably that. been yeah. pretty rough for them. Uh, in ter well, in terms of school, maybe. You know, being like a lot of in and, in and out yeah. of remote learning, yeah. you know. Yeah, my niece liked it, but I remember, um, oh my god, I, I feel like a bad sister, bad aunt. <laughs> My Please don't. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I believe they missed being in actual school and seeing their friends. Yeah, yeah. That I can I remember. Yeah, they they liked it at first. No school. Yeah, I can sleep in and <laughs> right, and right, stuff. right. I don't yeah. have to wake up till noon. Now. Yeah, but then I it got old for them. I see. But I don't think my nephew really cared. He's like one of those gamer kids. You know, really? playing. You know the. Minecraft thing. I want oh, okay. to be a YouTuber when I grow up. Oh, kind of the, the so whole YouTuber thing. I don't really think yeah. he cared, but my niece, I, I guess she likes school. <laughs> I don't know. She, I don't really, I mean, you probably won't, won't hear that too so, often anymore. Yeah. With, um, I, dare I say, generational thing. Yeah, watch, you know, my mom hear this back and be like, oh, that was all wrong. You have the wrong thing, <laughs> and I'm going to feel bad. But, Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, I don't know. It's just how you I see it. It's the same, pretty much. Okay. These days, I don't 
Right, right. I, I mean, it, it, I expected a complex answer anyway. I mean, yeah, I don't I, think anybody I can mean, provide what it. What I see on social media with high school students these days, and mm-hmm. compare that from I don't know two, three, four years ago. Yeah, I want to say it's kind of the same, but different just because of the pandemic. I see. So maybe a little bit of both, perhaps. About okay. yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, really know that. Um, college life, how how'd that go for you? Do you expect me to go to a four year college? I was never a uh, you know, by mom and dad going out of state to college for four years. I was not like that. Going to uh, your Penn State. We'll get into that. We'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, no. Sorry, Dad, I didn't um I know you wanted me to I wasn't in any line. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, my parents—they've always—they've told me growing up, "Don't be like this. Go, don't. I'm sorry, don't be like us and not go to college. We want you to get your education. We want you to be successful." Yes. Um, I always feel like a disappointment because I never went to a four-year college. Um, I just—I wasn't a school person. Okay. I never saw myself, you know, you know, in high school, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to a four-year college, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get my degree, and blah, 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 but eventually towards the end of the years of high school, and then eventually graduating, it's like, I, it's not for me. Right. Um, and it's and, not for everybody. Yeah, and that's where I kind of feel like a disappointment. Um, I know if they hear this and hear me saying that I honestly feel like that, they would be upset. They're proud of me of where I'm at, but I do feel like I kind of was a failure to them not being that kid, you know, going to college for four years and everything. Right. But um, I did eventually go, um, I did go to school. Um, <laughs> there was a vet assistant exam, vet exam room assistant thing that they had at um, Camden County College, um, like, I don't know. 40 minutes away from where I live. Um, that was like a three-month program that I took. I've, oh, listen, <laughs> I have always had a passion about animals, but I didn't know really where to go. I've always had this yeah. idea. Oh, and, we'll get into that. Don't you yeah, worry. You know, like growing up, I'm going to be a veterinarian. I'm going to go to a 10-year schooling. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, going to school there for three months, you know, you get your hands on learning you know you do your tests in school you know it was what is it commute you know yeah yeah, yeah. i'm sure that you know that 40 minutes i'm sure that yeah, was driving back and that was a lot a couple times a week for three months i didn't mind it i was excited to you know learn about right. what right. i am passionate no, that's about awesome. I will tell they you saw the bigger picture with it yeah. instead of, oh, this godforsaken And, you know, I got certified at the end of the three months, certified vet assistant. Very cool. Um, eventually, awesome. you know. Um, so it was worth it mm-hmm. in the end. But, um, um, yeah, so I was certified. And then my mom, she's like, oh, are you going to be a vet technician? And I've been putting that off for five going on six years just because I'm not a schooling person. 
you know, I'm certified. What's the rush? Right. What's the rush? You know, I'm still living with my mom and dad. I really do not mean to sound privileged, but they do help me out with things. I'm still with my parents. You're still with your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, what's the rush? You know, I kind of have help here and there. But, um, you know, I got my foot in the door, was working at a animal hospital. Um, I don't want to get into that. Um, I can just say right here, it was good at first, but once COVID hit, people's true colors kind of started to show. Um, I want to say the anxiety and depression hit me really hard. Yeah. So it just wasn't a good place for me to work at. That was a 40, I don't, no, not a 40, like a 30, 35 minute drive up north. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I left and then I just started at, you know, a place that's five minutes from my house. That's, yeah, that's um, great. People there know me just from my parents, you know, taking their pets there. And mm -hmm. I've worked there before. That was my first job um, at the clinic doing kennel stuff. We blew their jaws clean, you know. Was it like volunteer work or was it, it actually? I was hired. I was okay, hired, cool. But cool. that didn't really work out. Unfortunately, they let me go. Then I did, you know, retail work. And then I did the hospital yep. away from me. And now I'm back where I started. Right. As a, you know, we call each other, we call ourselves um, vet techs. Mm -hmm. Even if you're, you haven't been to school, as a graduate vet tech, you eventually would have to take a board certified test to become a certified vet tech. Right. Um, you see a lot with your job, with my job, kind of a thing. You know, we're all friends here. Um, yep. Everyone's nice. We all get along. Ah, you don't have is, that in every workplace. Which yeah, is, no, which we is all great. get along. We're cool with each other. We Here and there, it's rare. We'll go out to, like, dinner or hang out or something, which is, isn't what we did at my previous workplace. But um, it was nice to get certified, get your foot in the door, and then kind of have an easier way of getting hired just because you have a certification. Right. They want people with a certification. Um, at the places, they'll do hands-on training, learning, you know. But, you know, you hear vet assistant versus a vet tech. You pretty much do the same exact thing, right. but help in surgery. Yeah. That's same. literally the, the difference. You're like, oh, what does a vet assistant vet tech do? Outsiders probably wouldn't be no, able to answer that question. No, I am not a human medicine person. Do not <laughs> even involve me with someone who is bleeding or whatever. No, thank you. I. It's weird. People yeah. are like, what's the difference? It's you're not dealing with a human. Yeah, it's obviously. It's different anatomy. <laughs> it's very different. I have no other explanation than to say it's very different. You wouldn't really understand until you actually experience it. Right. Then um, they might actually see the difference. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, what's the difference with a vet assistant and a vet tech? Um, nothing. Besides helping in surgery or just having a different schooling degree or certification, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, literally, what you do is exactly the same as you would for a human. I so what I do, it's, it's like nursing. You know, okay. call them into the room, ask the owner, all right, what's going on with Fluffy today? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. in for an ear infection. Okay. Grab their temperature, grab their weight, ask what's been going on. You know, obviously, duh, a pet yeah. cannot tell you what's going on. So you have to grab as much information as you can yes. from the owner. 
so pretty much what I do, um, I draw blood. I, I place these pieces of blood from the jugular vein, which is the neck, you know, jugular. Yep, yep. Draw it from an arm or a back leg. Right. Um, I do blood tests, you know, comprehensive, you know, like basic blood work that we would get, like a complete blood count or a, you know, comprehensive. Checking out um, red blood cells, white blood cells, you know, organ function. Um, what I do as well, draw vaccines, give vaccines, give medications, make up medications. Um, you know, here I am trying to think of everything. I'm like trying to think if I'm getting everything that I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gives fluids under the skin. Um, obviously, this is very gross, but um, fecal run, check, run, type 1 parasites. Yeah. Um, I know how to place catheters, but they that's more of like a surgical tech, higher yeah. up head tech, right. what they have at the current place that I am at. I'm newer. I've been working there for, I don't know, seven months now. But um, I know how to place catheters in the arm. Um, basic nursing yeah. stuff, whatever. Um, it seems like you learned a whole lot in this seven months. I mean, my goodness. I mean, you just named this, off about no, a dozen things. I mean, I've been doing this for four years. Oh, okay. So I have the experience. I know what to do. So you seem like you're a prime candidate for... Uh... Yeah, I have the experience and everything. Which, um, you know, the new owner now of the place knew me. He's known me for years. Just yeah, because my yeah. family's taken pets there. And I've worked there before, I don't know, seven years ago. No graduated five years ago mm -hmm. I worked there my senior year so yeah six years ago um, he was working there but he wasn't really there. anyway um, yeah basic nursing small animal nursing just cats and dogs we take um, there's just one doctor the owner he sees you know like little animals like hamsters guinea pigs mm -hmm. we not so much. Gliders. We don't see reptiles. His wife is more of a reptile really? person, but he has two businesses um, in Habington. Okay. That's where they'll see his. That's where his wife is at. Anyway, right. um, doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> I know um, when it comes to animals and what we do. Um, very awful subject. It comes with the job, euthanasia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, comes with the job. Um, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but people here and there have called me the animal killer because of what my job deals with, you know, euthanasias and stuff. That's something that you have to accept and acknowledge that you will have to partake in when getting this job. Right. Um. There are very sad times where, you know, your nose burns like you're about to cry. You yeah. sometimes get misty eyes. There's times where it's like, yes, this animal needs to be put down because of how bad of the circumstances. So they don't is, suffer anymore. They I don't mean. suffer. You have to. You have to um, put a different pers perspective in things. Like, you can't have an animal suffer anymore or... You know, an owner is like, yes, um, I need my pet, you know, put to sleep kind of thing. I can't let it suffer. And it's like, yes, you know, we agree with you kind of a thing. Right. You right, sympathize. Right. I heavily sympathize with the owners. Heavily sympathize. 
Um, but there are times where you have to put your big girl pants on and just kind of become numb in a way. It comes with a job. This is going to happen a couple times a day, you know, yeah. but we see it. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, here we go, another one, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, there's very sad cases. There's very accepting cases that you have to, you know. There's owners, guys that will come in crying. There's guys, women that will straight face the whole thing, okay, thank you, leave. And there's people that are just like, I don't want to see it then. Which, you know, you need to take into consideration the condition of the pet, what it's been going through, what the owner is going through, and kind of, I don't know. Um, you have to just accept and acknowledge that this is the time and their choice, kind of a thing. Sometimes you have to, um, I hate saying, I don't know uh, what word to use, but persuade the owner, like, yeah, your pet is, isn't in good shape. I don't think you should keep it alive much any longer, but I don't know. It's Some people are sensitive about this topic. I, I just acknowledge this is what comes with the job. Right. Um, I don't do, you know, we call it the final injection. I don't do it. That's the doctor. I have to be in the room to assist. Right. So give them the drugs or I'll put drugs. Well, that's more of the head techs. I don't right. drop the drugs. But I kind of gather everything together. I talk to the owner. Okay, this is the process. Kind of a thing. And you have to hold the vein off and hold the pets while they do that. And it's, yeah. it's one of the hard things that you with the job besides you know hit by cars coming in you never you know a dog that is bleeding out yeah, yeah. anyway yeah that's there's fun times with the job you know the puppies the kittens yeah, it's not yeah. what it's made up to be it's yeah we get the puppies and kittens here and there but it's not puppies kittens rainbows fun times it's not that there's rough days there's oh, good definitely. days um a lot with the animal medicine thing. Um, there's a lot of trigger warning, um, a lot of suicides going on. There's people who commit suicide because it is a very stressful job. We try our best so hard to make you and your pet happy, but there are people in this world who are like, I don't know if you've heard of this, the Karens. <laughs> oh yes. Man, your manager, Karen. Yeah, yeah. It's people, it's like you're back in retail again right, or something. It's, you have the clients which we understand. We are doing our best. We promise you. We care. I mean, if we didn't care, we wouldn't be doing this. Correct. But the Karens are like, I've been waiting for five minutes too long. When are you gonna see my pet? Or you're not doing this right. Or I went on Google. Google said this. Google said that. I don't think this. I don't. I, I'm not bashing people, but, you know, you get a lot of backlash with this job. You get a lot of complaints. You get a lot of people who don't really see eye to eye. Uh, listen, with what, been, with what, like, you or the doctor, like, yeah, recommends? Yeah, 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 yeah. I will admit I've had my fair share of getting snapped at by angry clients. Yes, I'm sure you're worried about your pet. Um, what's going on with your pet, or there's things that you don't want to hear, or prices you don't want to see. 
we are trying our best to accommodate you, especially during this time. The industry, I don't know, is it an industry? I don't I know. would think it is. I guess. Owl medicine is booming since yes. this pandemic. People are going out buying puppies, kittens. We have Like, been, literally, like there's no tomorrow. Yes, it is there where, unfortunately, there are times where we have to say, sorry, we cannot see you today. We are fully booked. Where I work at right now, we are fully booked with surgeries <laughs> and appointments for the next two, three weeks. Wow. Even emergency <sighs> clinics or hospitals are turning away wow. people because it's just, it's a bad time. People have more time on their hands to look at their pets. Unfortunately, I hate to say this. Um, people have more time on their hands to look at their pet and acknowledge I think I should take my pet to the vet. It's been like two, three, four, ten years. It's just very busy. And with this pandemic going on, we are trying our best. We are absolutely trying our best. And, you know, people get angry. People get frustrated. We understand that. But we're human, too. We have feelings. And that's, I think it's easily we forgotten about. We, yes. Um, I love what I do. There are bad times, but there are more good times to outweigh. Um, you kind of, in a way, you save a pet's life. You diagnose. You kind of form bonds with the pet and the client. Just because, you know, that they're a frequent flyer, you kind of know them. Right, right, <laughs> In a right. way, like, oh, how's so-and-so, Scruffy, um... You've been seeing him for months on end because he's in for recently diagnosed with cancer. So mm -hmm. you are in contact with them coming in for cancer, you know, um, what's it called? Chemotherapy. Yeah. The doctor's always in contact. So you kind of form a bond. Um, I, I like to think that I save lives. You know, I'm not a doctor surgeon, you know, saving the life with a dog that ate a toothpick or whatever. Right. But I'm a part of it helping others and the pets. So Play I like a big role say, in it, absolutely. Yeah, I like to, you know, going back to where we first started our conversation where my dad likes to help others. Yeah. I like to help others, but <laughs> animals. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I enjoy what I do. There's positives, negatives, but there's hard days, there's good days, but, yeah. What, um, what exactly, um, Got you, got you involved with with animals. What made what yeah. brought on the love for them? Love for them. Um, so I grew up with Sadie, our little miniature pincher, and a cat named Taffy, Calico, basic cat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up started with them. You know, cat and dog, basic. Um, growing up in my years. Um, I had the guinea pigs, I had the hamsters, I had the parakeets. Um, my parents, obviously, we went to Florida. I was exposed to the reptiles. I was exposed oh, sure. to the zoos. Yeah. Um, I was just very, very much exposed to animals, zoos, other people's pets. You seem to be fascinated by it. I'm, I'm fascinated. No, <laughs> to say two, the least. Two fascinations, animals and Disney. That's <laughs> Disney World all the way. Um, you know, I have this little fantasy in my mind, like, oh, I'm going to work at, you know, Animal Kingdom and yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney or 
but I've always been exposed to animals and I have always had a passion to do some kind of animal job career. Right, right, right. If you would say, always. <clears throat> I don't know. That's pretty much all I have to say. What got me um, interested? I don't know. Just being exposed my whole life to right. animals. That's really what got me interested, which I'm very fortunate about because I know people these days, what's my profession going to be? What are my interests? And, you know, I'm glad to say I already knew my interests when I was a very young girl. So. No, I don't think a lot of people can say I'm that because it's, it's, it's a vague question. Yes, it's very vague. Hard to answer when you're like 10 years old yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. So that's one good thing I'm fortunate about being exposed to and everything. So. Right. Um, <laughs> Cats or dogs? <laughs> um, I mean, I already know the answer, but... You know uh, the answer. You know me well. Yeah. Um, very hard question. I love all animals equally, but if you were to put a dog in front of me and a cat in front of me, I'm going to go to a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm going to go to yep. a cat. I'm very sorry to you, dog lovers. I which there are a plethora <laughs> of. Yeah, I'm sorry. I really am sorry, but I kind of vibe with cats. I they see. they do their own thing. They're very independent. Some are clingy, but they're kind of like I would say dogs are more babyish. Like babyish. Ba An interesting kind word. of like hold on to your fingers, kind of a thing. Take me outside to use the bathroom. Take me for a walk. Give me this food at this time kind of a thing. I, I love dogs. I have two golden retrievers. Right. But cats are more independent. You know, you can leave their food out, whatever. can use the litter box. They don't need to go on a right. walk. You just got to um, check up on it like a couple times a day. Yeah, like, hey, I mean, you know? not the cat itself, but, you know, like the food, the litter box. Yeah, the... check up on them, but it's not like. They do their own thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. They're fun. Um, I have three cats. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I just get a surge of, what's it called, um, serotonin, just yeah. thinking about my cats. How, how scientific of you. <laughs> my serotonin just, I'm, I'm literally smiling right now, thinking about them. Right. Um, I have a domestic short hair, just, you know, basic cat. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have two Sphinx, two hairless cats, Peach and Mango. And, you know, a lot of people are like, ew, hairless cats, ew, how gross. I don't remember when I discovered the breed, but I honestly will tell you it's been years since I've been fascinated with these cats. And then when I finally got a stable job to save enough money, I eventually, um, did a lot of research. You have to do a lot of research for a purebred cat. Um, I did a lot of research, saved a lot of money, researched a bunch of breeders, came across this breeder. Shout out to Shamrock Sphinx in uh, Florida. Love you guys. Are, um, are they are they on social media? Yes, so they you are can on go Facebook. Shamrock Sphinx. <laughs> Love them. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Look, found them. They do um, a lot of um, a lot a lot of. They are not a backyard breeder, you know, like breeding for the money. They right. do. Um, what am I? What am I trying to say? Um, heart 
testing. These tests, really, yes, they do. They have what's called HC, HCM, hydrotrophic. Let me look on my phone. Oh my gosh, I should know this. <laughs> That's um, all right. It's a heart disease that they are prone to getting um, purebred HCM cats. Do you have Wi-Fi? I'm not getting yeah. Wi-Fi in this basement. Yeah. <laughs> Hydro hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Good grief. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they test the, you know, the, they say the king and queen, whatever. Yeah. Male and female before actually breeding them because this mm-hmm. is a genetic disorder. It's a condition that I'm looking at my phone. I should already know this, but it's a condition it's that right. causes the muscular walls of a cat's heart to thicken, decreasing the heart's efficiency. So they are prone to that spank. So these breeders, they do their genetic testing, making sure that the male and female do not have this genetic part in them make sure that they're healthy enough to breed. So these clients, these clients, think about work. (laughs) (laughs) These breeders make sure that the cats are healthy before breeding. They include the spay and neuter, you know, the fixing of the animal spay and neuter with the price. First vaccines, microchipping. They make sure that these cats are healthy. They are not a backyard breeder um, where it's like, eh, breed them, whatever, give me the money. Right, right, right. But anyway, you have to do your research. These cats, people ask me, um, what's the difference between a Sphinx and a regular cat? Um, They are very independent. They are very outgoing. They are very energetic. They're just fun cats. You know, someone could be like, oh, my regular domestic short, short hair cat is fun. They're energetic. They're just goofy cats. Really? They keep you entertained. They're just... I would have never guessed that. Uh, they're cats. They're cats. That's just their mannerisms. They're, they're breed. As a cat, all cats are different. They're very vocal. They like to talk. Ah, <laughs> they make d- chirping. They... I'm not going to imitate them. I'm not mm-hmm. going to... Inter- I'm, well, I can't even talk. I'm not going to embarrass myself. Very talkative. Very energetic. Um very needy so around the winter time this is when the blanket every single blanket needs to come out yes and since they're yes. hairless they're going to get cold so they are very cuddly it's probably not ideal for them yeah. to be because they're not cold-blooded creatures obviously. right yeah um so a lot of people think ew a hairless cat they yeah. feel like skin you are wrong, people. They feel like velvet. They are so soft. <laughs> they don't feel like skin. That is a huge misconception. They yeah. feel like velvet almost, like a, you know, peach fuzz, kind of. Right, right, right. Right. Is that where is that where the name came from? Peach. Yeah. <laughs> so I have peach and mango. Um, peach. Um, I've always been on the nerdy side. I've always liked, you know, Super Mario. Princess Peach. Interesting word to describe that. Yeah. So I've always, she's my go-to character whenever Mario Kart or whatever. Okay. I love Mario Kart. She's my go-to <laughs> person. Um, I just thought, you know, obviously, yeah, the fruit peach kind of. That's, yeah, there, yeah. There's multiple reasons as to why. Um, this is so stupid. I like, peaches are my favorite fruit. You know, 
um, cats, they say, these cats feel like Peach Fuzz. Um, I like Princess Peach from Mario. And I'm like, I'm going to name my first what cat What a connection. Peach. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, I just, Peach. It's a cute name. A lot of people name their cats Peaches, but I'm, mm-hmm. I just want just Peach. Yep. You know, why not? Um, a year later, we eventually got our other one, Mango. We were trying to think of names because um, I want to be very specific. Peach okay. is a real Ethelbenton type. I don't even know. Um, seal sepia or sepia, that's her coloring. Right. So whatever the fur color is, that's her skin color. Right. Anyway, um, our second one, Mango, he is an orange tabby. So he has that orange coloring, but you can see the stripes. Right. Um, I wish I could insert a picture right now, but I can't. <laughs> um, no, it's not in the budget to uh, yeah. to, to put a video <laughs> form, unfortunately. Um, not yet, anyway. Yes. Yeah, so me and my parents, Peach is my cat. I bought her. Mom bought Mango with her own money. So, you know, if I were to move out, Mango stays with her. Peach goes with her. Anyway, his name. We were trying to think, you know, uh, we have Irish in our family. He's an orange tabby, you know, basic orange. One of the colors of the flag, yep. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we're like, ah, maybe Guinness. Ah, I like it, I uh, like it. Maybe, I don't know, hash brown or something, potato, (laughs) I don't know. Trying to link up some kind of Irish names or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think, I have peach, why not mango? He's orange, mangoes are orange. You know, they have that yellow to orange color and the red. My mom's like, yes, mango, that's perfect. (laughs) So no real thought into it, just kind of going with the fruit. Kind of spitballing ideas here. Yeah, so we have peach and mango. Um, They are actually related. They share the same father, so they're half siblings. Okay. Um, They're just a year apart. Mango was born um, September 8th of... 2020. Okay. So he is coming up on his first birthday. Peach yes. just turned to August 26th. I mean, they still have years oh my and gosh, years. Oh have like another, to... I don't know, 15 years on them. So, knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood, please. Um, these cats, they will be the best of friends. They are expensive. You know, they're purebred. They're going to be expensive. They get dental disease. It comes with the breed, IBD, irritable bowel disorder or yeah, something. Yeah. They get that quick dental disease, you know, that heart condition. But that's things you need to research before getting any kind of breed, purebred or right, whatnot. Right, right. Um, you need to do your research and know what you're getting yourself into. Right. I'm going to just throw this out here. Cavalier King Charles Spaniels. They are notorious for having um, cardiac disease. Right. Kind of early, mid of their life. If you're going to get a Cavalier, you have to take into consideration maybe uh, it could be less, 90%, that my dog is going to go through cardiac disease. Let's hope not, though. Yeah, let's let's not hope. Let's. Not, oh my god, I can't even talk. <laughs> Let's hope not. But um, just throwing it out there. You know, there's breeds that have their, you know, issues. You have to be really 
obviously the pros and the cons. You know, another thing, out. yeah, another thing with my job, you have owners that don't do their research, and unfortunately, they're not, they don't have their best of knowledge. So, I highly... That's putting please, it pretty politely. <laughs> please, please, please do your research. Find a reputable, reputable breeder. Um, I appreciate the people that are rescue, you know, yeah. um, what is it, adopt, don't shop. I appreciate those. But, you know, you have those people that are like, you're not going to find a, a Sphinx or a, a Himalayan or whatever yeah. in a shelter. Or you're not going to find a golden retriever or a Great Dane. Or if you want a French Bulldog, you're not going to find that. I understand people who want the breeds. Yes. Um, they got their hearts set on Yeah. You have those people that are in it for the money, unfortunately, which is... A thing which is kind of annoying for us in the vet world, I get it. you know, yeah, you yeah. have the Amish breeders that are, you know, giving the dogs that don't have the best of health, or unfortunately people that are like, eh, I just want to breed my dog until it's her last day on earth, kind of a thing. But um, I'm not just saying this because of that I got my Sphinx from reputable reputable breeders, but um. It's common knowledge. Find a good, reputable breeder. Do your research, please, people. <laughs> but, yeah. Now you have, um, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, you have them um, tattooed on yourself, yes? yes? <laughs> I have Peach tattooed on me um, because she's my cat. I bought her. I have always wanted a there's obviously some deep meaning, meaning for it. Meaning for it. Uh, it's, it's basic. You know, I have a portrait on her, um, of her on me. Um, I have flowers. You can't see. I wish I could insert a picture. But there's flowers. Unfortunately, once again, not in the budget. Yeah. Yet. It's her face. And then you have flowers around mm -hmm. it. The flowers obviously mean to her. Yeah. So yeah. I have Peach Blossoms. Her name is Peach. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I have a hibiscus um, next to her. Hibiscus, tropical, Florida. I got it from Florida. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and fun fact, I have a <laughs> lily on my arm, mm -hmm. which relates to her birth month, August. Fun fact, lilies are highly, highly toxic for cats. <laughs> so really? So get a lily tattooed on me, but, you know, yeah. it's her birth month. Um, the two, I obviously wasn't going to get another portrait of the other Sphinx. It's my mom's, or I'm not going to look like that crazy cat lady. I feel like I am already, but I'm not going to look like the crazy cat lady <laughs> with Sphinx portraits all over my arm. Yeah, yeah. So I just got two more flowers, um, a morning glory and an aster. Asters are kind of, they look like daisies, but right, they're purple, right, right. blue in color. That's for mango. That, those are the birth month flowers of September. Will you get them colored? Or are they? Uh, or, or do you feel like they'll... Uh, uh... Pause. You are not the first person to ask me that. I like the basic black and white. Okay. You know, I appreciate colored tattoos. Mm -hmm. Me personally, um... I don't know. No, I mean, it looks great either Maybe way. I mean, future, I wouldn't... I'm not sure, but... We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. With the, uh... That's that's a to be announced or to be decided okay. kind of a 
thing. I like just basic black outlines, whatever. Tattoos. Right, right, yeah. right. I like to get, yes, this is what. I have one on my <laughs> one on my foot. I photocopied Phoebe. Um, she's the other cat that we have. I have her on my foot, photocopied her paw. I have the coordinates of Pompano Beach, Florida on my arm with a palm tree. And I have um, another tattoo on, like, the base of my neck, upper back, that my mm -hmm. mom drew out, Lotus with an arrow. Oh, that's awesome. How basic. Basic white girl tattoo. Ah, but my I mean, mom it has, it, it. No, well, it has deeper meaning. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will. You know, I thought of it as lotuses, they grow in murky water. I kind of grew up and kind of, like, I had a good family lifestyle. But just growing up, you know, with my anxiety and depression, I can grow into a beautiful flower out of blah, 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 murky water, whatever. Um, arrow, keep moving forward. Right, right. Basic. Right. It was my first tattoo. I was 18. I just kind of liked the meaning. Yeah. Um, I'm not one of those people that are like, yeah, that looks cute. I want that on my, on me body. <laughs> on my body. Dry mouth. Talking too much. <laughs> um, I like things with meaning. Right, I see. Um, what... What made you get a uh, tattoo in the first place? <laughs> or what, what brought it on? I like the idea, but the first tattoo I got was my friend Sandy's. Um, it was kind of like, hey, I'm getting my tattoo. We should get tattoos. Not matching, but we should get tattoos the same time together right, kind of right, thing. Right. She was going to get waves on her um, lower sternum. Okay. And I'm like, eh, I'll come up with an idea. I'll mm -hmm. just get, you know, it was kind of like a... You're getting a tattoo, or I'll get a tattoo, kind of a thing. Okay. Um, obviously, my parents, they um, are very, I say this with love, they're very <laughs> old-fashioned. They have yeah. their ideas, their opinions. They, they don't mind me having the tattoos that I have right now, but they tell me, no more tattoos, kind of a thing. No more yeah, so I'm, I'm, reading the, I'm reading the expression here. You have a very beautiful body. Keep it the way it is. Don't ink it up. But, you know, I hate to say this, but um, it's kind of addicting. It's very addicting. In a way, not very addicting where I'm going to get one every week, but it's like I already have <laughs> my next one planned out. Sorry, Mom and Dad, but uh, I, I want to eventually get my upper forearm bicep. So you, are you going for the whole sleeve or no? We'll see. So once again, folks, stay tuned. Um, we'll see. Is it? Do you have an idea already for for like if it, like hypothetically, if you were to go for the entire sleeve, do you have an idea for for that to happen, or is it just ah well maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it just we'll a little bit longer. We'll see with whatever comes up because okay. as of right now. Idea, but then it goes along with meaning. Um, I eventually, this is very basic. Okay. Very basic with what I'm going to say. A lot of people have rose tattoos. Yes. But that, guy across the street uh, from me has has one on, on his arm. Yeah. But mine would have meaning in a way okay. where I want to fill up the empty spaces that I have right now on my mm -hmm. arm. Um, rose tattoo. This goes along with what I was talking about earlier. My. Um, uncle that passed unfortunately to um he had brain cancer you know went to his lungs went to his brain anyway he passed um he was 
where I went from earlier. He made a copper rose that gave, that he gave to my mom. Mm-hmm. He had a rose bush in his yard. Um, my aunt, um, you know, widowed, widowed now, mm-hmm. um, the, through marriage, my aunt through marriage. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was always this thing where um, stop and smell the roses kind of a thing. I like the idea, but I don't, I'm not big on a memorial I see. So I'm kind of in the middle of that. I would love to get a rose, you know, stop and smell the roses, kind of, you know, they're pretty flowers. Yeah. They are. I don't blame anybody getting a tattoo of roses, but it's like, listen, I miss my uncle so much, but I'm not the person to go get a memorial tattoo. Yeah. A a rose tattoo to, what, what word am I trying to say? To acknowledge him, right, right, but I'm not going to get it as in rest in peace. You know, the year he was born, year he passed away. I'm not going to do that. If that makes sense. No, I, I get it. Um, how about I'm trying to make sense? <laughs> but I hope I make sense. Makes sense in my brain. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, one arm or just both? Mm. Or I'm sorry. One arm or both, I apologize. Yeah, um, we'll see. <laughs> That's another we'll see question. Right, right, right. Um, I have the tattoo on my left arm because just in my mind it balances things out. I'm right-handed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get tattooed on my left arm to kind of balance things out. I would do the same thing. I never yeah. really had a preference. Like, I don't care. Like, if I were to get my right arm tattooed, I don't care. But if it were to start off on my left arm, I would prefer that because it's kind of balancing things out. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> that's a, yeah. so. Um, you got any future plans in the immediate? Uh, or, well, let's just call it immediate and long term. Immediate and long term. Um, as to what? Um. Maybe some something like um, I mean, obviously you have the tattoo idea um, about travel. I love to travel. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, excluding Florida, I love Florida. But yeah. um, I went. What was this? It was high school, I believe. Um, high school going back. Oh my gosh, I'm such a back and forth person. You know, <laughs> you bring right. something up and then it reminds me to talk about something else. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess it was a handful of selected students, a part of, I believe it was the history class or something, mm-hmm. which I was, oh my God, I'm forever blessed that I was um, one of the students selected to take a trip to Europe, three days in um, England, three days in France. Wow. So I think that was my junior year. I don't remember. I have the pictures. Right, I can right, look right. up the dates, but I'm going to be silent for a couple minutes it's... trying to find them. Um, amazing, amazing experience. Um, I, Dylan's giving me the Wi-Fi password and I'm going to be completely silent trying to put this in and I am not a multitasker, so it doesn't matter. Um, I don't need to put the I tried, I tried. (laughs) Um, amazing experience. Um, just beautiful. Um, obviously we went to... London and Paris. Um, anyway, travel. Um, 
I would love to travel. Um, I have no future plans of having kids, so which would give me the opportunity okay. of being able to travel. Um, I'd love to visit different states. I want to say the only states I've been to in the United States, um, New York and Florida. Besides, really? besides driving down to Florida and going through those states. Does that count in your opinion when people are traveling? I feel like you have to at least spend a day plus in the state. Maybe you can say I drove through a state. And but some you would can't say, say, "Well, you know, I've in a I, state. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my view." You can say, "Yeah, I I've been to uh, North Carolina. Yeah, you've been to North Carolina, but did you stay or did you drive through?" And if they answer drive through, what do you say in response? Okay, you've been there. Did you experience Listen, I'm not, I won't argue. I really don't care. Right, Whatever right. you want to consider. But um, I love to travel. I want to, well, I am. <laughs> I want to be, and I am, the fun aunt. I want really? to be the aunt that the nephew on vacation, takes them to dinner, ice cream, they'll buy them gifts. I don't need kids. I may, my mom's always like, oh, you may change your mind when you're older, but as of right now, I really don't have an interest. Um, like I said, I'm still living with my parents. Um, they want to move out of the state. New Jersey is... Uh, I really don't blame listen, them. <laughs> I do not care for the place I live at. I love the beach that we have, um, but that's about it. Um, they want to move um, with me still living with them. I kind of feel like I'm holding them back in a way because as of right now, I'm not making. Well, I do make money. Oh, I hate talking about money. Uh... Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Um, I'm just not at the place where I can live on my own. No, no, I, I totally get it. Um, it's not all about money. It's just I'm not there to live on my own just right. yet. Um, so I kind of feel like I'm holding them back a little bit, kind of just staying here um, with my job. Obviously, my parents are perfectly fine with up and going, but, you know, they need to find a house and everything to help where they want to be. And I really don't know what my Kind of like a do as I go. Okay. Kind of a dare I say spontaneous. Spontaneous, yeah. Okay. I like to plan things, but if it's something spontaneous, I'm fine with it as well. That's interesting. Because <laughs> not, a, I mean, not a lot of. So, I think a lot of people in our age range like to be more spontaneous. Right. Just like to drop everything and just go do whatever. But then I have in the back of my mind. I don't want to leave my friends, and I just got a new job. I don't want to abandon them. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> so much air and talking. Anyway, uh, just leaving my friends, leaving family, kind of. I see. Cue the little mini violin. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I know me being a nervous. 
been a shy person was brought up earlier in this. Um, I am a nervous person. I'm very shy. But once I get to know people, I open up. I'm a lot more open than how I was when I was younger. Right. But anyway. Any advice for those uh, uh. <laughs> nervous individuals out there, anxious individuals out there? I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm we going, don't judge. I'm going we don't to, judge on this podcast. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to say things that I don't listen to. My own advice. I give advice, but I don't listen to my own advice. We're always a work in progress. Take a chance at life. You know, if you're nervous about it, I totally get it. If you don't feel comfortable about com- comfortable about things, mm-hmm. I totally get it. But you know, I wasn't. I was nervous about doing the cheerleading tryouts in high school. Yeah. But my cousin, she was like, "Just do it." And they do, you and know? they do roster cuts, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I mean, you I, actually have listen, to make the cut. I cried. During my audition, oh, I, I legitimately cried because I forgot my routine, oh. and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm failing my cousin, and I'm gonna be, um, I'm not gonna make the cut." Yeah. And then turns out, I made it. I don't know how. I don't remember <laughs> how. But then they're like, "Oh yeah, they're, uh, we need you," kind of a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, but I cried and didn't finish my routine. No one was gonna see you and want you or whatever." <laughs> turns out, they eventually put me as the flyer, so I was put up and then, you know, you know, picked up, put yeah, up, yeah. did your that does it, For those that don't know cheerleading yeah. routines. Yeah, just pick it up. <laughs> flyer, whatever. Um, what could I tell somebody if they're really anxious, nervous, yeah. anxiety, ridden, depression, ridden, like, I go through, I still, I still go through anxiety, I still go through depression, but I'm out of that harmful, want to die, depression, kind of, I was in a very, very dark place, Um, and there's days where my mental health just isn't the best, you know. We're not perfect human beings. Um, What would I say? Uh, (laughs) Where do I start? I don't even know what to say. I'm just drawing a complete blank right now. Um. Well, I will ask in. Just ask me questions, and I'll answer. <laughs> I cannot think right now. I feel so bad. So, um, do you think there's a lot of uh, a lot of the those um, you know those who are anxious, nervous? Do you think there's a lot of people like that out there? I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of people that are afraid that they're going to be judged, um, thinking like, "Oh, I have a mental illness," or people are going to think I'm crazy. Or I can't admit that um, I see therapy or I'm on medication. Um, there's a lot of people. I don't think people really realize how much mental health should come first mm-hmm. into your overall health. Um, go to therapy if that works for you. Uh, take medication if that works for you. Um, I know I worked with somebody who said, oh, anxiety and depression is not a real thing. That's just you. You're overthinking. You should try yoga sometime and uh, take, what is it? Meditate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meditation. Cure your anxiety and depression. You should smile more often. Ah, you know what? So you just want me to, you know, like put everything to the side and just not acknowledge 
in a way that I suffer from anxiety and depression and just be like, oh, I'm smiling now. Everything's better. That's, like that. Yeah, no. It, that's impossible. I, I thought, like, no, you know, like, I'm not going to think about it or yeah, I don't no. think it's uh, I don't think it's I as easy know. as that. I I don't know where I uh, no, I I'm pretty sure I would still be here if I wasn't taking medication, but it has calmed me down and made me right. more happy. I see. But you know, I'm not going to always be know there's days where I'm sad and I don't want to talk to my parents and then they get worried um, there's days where I could be having the best day ever there's days where I'm not happy but not sad mm -hmm. I'm right in the middle I'm just like yeah whatever um, yeah I, I'm not good with advice on the spot I would pull up all the messages if I could to my friends that have asked me for for advice about anxiety and depression, but that would take me a minute to look for. That's all right. I don't do well with on-the-spot things. I feel like an idiot right now because I can't think of what to say. But um, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, earlier, we uh, you, you mentioned. Well, I kind of, I kind of brought, brought it on you. Um, that you are a Penn State Nittany Lion <laughs> fan. Yeah. What brought that on? What How did you become up? a oh fan? Oh my gosh! So. Was it Joe Paterno? Was it the fact that they are remotely close to this location? Um. So pretty much just because it has been. Uh, I was surrounded by it growing up. Pretty much. Really. Shout out to you, Dad. <laughs> um, yeah, so my mom's nephew, he went to Penn State. Never, Very cool. No one in the family really went to Penn State but him. Yeah, yeah. Um, my dad, he was, you know, NFL growing up. Okay. But then he discovered Penn State and then got really into Penn State. And he's a really big fan. He just likes the team. That's a question for him because I honestly <laughs> don't even know. We have a little Penn State shrine in our basement of Do you really? You know, like statues or you know, signed mini helmets. And Do you have all sorts of memorabilia? Yeah. Penn State and the Beatles. That Oh right, I like up. that combination. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes up dad. But um, you know, if you're brought up around certain things or you know, I grew up with animals, I grew up with Penn State, obviously you're going to appreciate with whatever you're surrounded by. Say if you're surrounded by the Eagles growing up, you're gonna like the Eagles or Yeah, yeah. Odds are I'm not a sportsy person per se, besides playing sports in high school. Um but like I, die hard anyway. No, I'm not like, oh my god, I gotta watch what is it? I, I gotta uh, watch football on Sundays, I gotta watch names? basketball team names. I'm not like, oh, I gotta watch Well, I mean, around here, it's, a, it's... I'm not gonna be like, oh, yeah, the Patriots beat the, I don't know, Cowboys. I'm not... I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it, because not... 
not everybody is notorious um, sports fans around. But, um, and you know what? Everybody's entitled to their own opinion and beliefs and things like that. Um, what, um, what's in this, uh, I'm, I'm curious, what's, what's in this shrine that you, that's in this, (laughs) that's in this basement? Is there, oh, it, not to sound crazy, it's nothing weird. It's just, um, so I'll start off with Penn State. So shelves, we have, you know, Penn State blankets, Penn State pillows. Um, my dad likes these little collectible helmets with, printed on signatures or signatures from previous players. Um, he is big on, you know, Joe Paterno, long live Joe Paterno. Very, very unfortunate, very unfortunate of what he had to go through. You know, the controversy. Yeah. In his last couple of years, which made people think Joe Paterno is a bad guy, but my dad is like sick by Joe Paterno. He is the OG, um, what is it, not captain, um, coach, coach, see, I'm not a sports person, <laughs> that's all um, right, 409 wins, cause, oh, good grief, he knows all, well, <laughs> he, has the, more, he has but, the stats down, oh, that. no, it, there's been more since then, right. but, um, since that, you know, unfortunate event that happened, right, right, know, right, but then they took away winning. Yeah. So I guess it went down to 300 or something, but my dad's like, it's always been 409. They can't take away right. the wins right, or right. whatever. You have those little bobbleheads. You just have pictures. Just, you know, say if you're a diehard Eagles fan and you have all these knickknacks. Yeah, yeah. It's like Penn State, you know, just a bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Beatles. My dad is a diehard Beatles fan. I've actually, well, me and dad have seen Paul McCartney in concert twice. Me and my parents, we have seen him. My dad had seen him other times, not with me around, but because I was younger. Um, I love, I appreciate their music. I grew up, you know, my parents are older. I know the whole, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s music. I know Led Zeppelin. I know the Beatles. I know, you know, the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The early days. Yeah. (laughs) So my dad, he has the record player, you know, Does he no, really? no, well, not the old one. I bought him one okay. a couple Christmases ago, but, um, the, what are they called? Record player CDs? What are they called? They're, I, I, Whatever. For, for argument's sake, we'll just call them records. Records. Yeah. He has them, but updated, not like. Oh, so they're the remastered. Seven, okay. Remastered stuff. He has the CDs, you know, who listens to CDs these days? Like he has them. He has a replica electric guitar front of Paul McCartney with wow. a signature. I don't. I think it's his signature. I have no idea. It's like probably authentic. Thing. I would say Beatles knickknacks, just albums and a bunch of stuff. Um, oh, Indy Car. Oh, that's right. I Indy forgot Car. about that. Indy Car. That yes. He has little. <laughs> Oh my god, little, you know, like, um, you have those little... Diecast cars? Yeah, little cars. Yeah, um, yeah. Hot Wheels. Not Hot Wheels, but they're like Hot Wheels. Yeah, I mean, I think they're just, I mean, I think they're just die-cast, you know, 164 models or something. He met, um, 
Ray Hall, Bobby Ray Hall. Oh, nice. I don't know nice. if anybody knows that name, but he's met him. Um, he's gotten signatures. He's got a picture with him. He has, I don't remember who, but he has a racing um, suit. A fire suit, yeah. One of those suits that's in like a shadow box thing. Nice. Up on the wall in the basement. He has a helmet. That's, stuff. that's, I'll tell you what, that down the line. I mean, it may not seem like such a hype to some people, whoever is listening to this, but it's pretty cool to, you know, have a hobby like yeah. that. Like my dad is, he's, he's very committed to those Penn State IndyCar fields. He has so many fascinating interests. I'm, I'm, it's amazing. Yeah. Who, um, who are some <laughs> of, uh, your biggest influences? I mean, if I if I had to guess, you know, before before this started, I before really before I met you, really, I would I would think that mom would be one. Yeah, I don't want to sound. I just don't want to sound basic. Like, yeah, my mom and dad are my heroes. I want to be just like them. I obviously, I'm their daughter. I love them. Um, I yeah, they're my heroes. Obviously. Yeah. They created me. What am I supposed to say? But say for an example, it's who's my big influence? Yes, mom and dad, obviously. Yeah. But if you were to ask me that on like a celebrity standpoint, okay. Uh, I want to say this is so basic. Bless, <laughs> well, no, seriously, bless his soul. But Steve Irwin, really? He helped me get into animals, honestly. Because I would watch his shows, The Crocodile Hunter, like every day in right. the morning. How old was I? I don't know, like five watching right, when I right, started? Right. Maybe I was younger. Um, it wasn't Sesame Street in the morning. It was Steve it, freaking no, yes, Irwin. Yes, I was big <laughs> on Animal Planet. Yeah. Um, I, who would be my hero? Who would be a hero? Who would be an influence? I have no idea. I mean, that's very hard. That's a very hard question for me to really, I would need time to think about, honestly, to really sit down and think about excluding my parents. I mean, obviously they're my parents. Right, right, right. Huge part of my life. But outside of them, it would require a little bit of. Yeah. um, That's something I would have to sit and think about because I honestly don't know. Hard for me to think about. There's something, something like that that means a lot to you. Sorry, it just yawned. <laughs> um, thoughts on um, social media? I don't like Twitter. It's just too much for me. I don't know. I don't really go on Twitter. Facebook. The older I get, the more I appreciate Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I didn't care for it when I was younger, but past couple years, I'm really invested with it. Um, Instagram. I, another we could probably thing, go on and on with this one. Yeah. My two, well, Snapchat, too. <laughs> I keep in contact with my friends. Okay. This sounds very sad, but I'm sure a lot of young girls, girls my age, guys, too, 
this comes with me not having self-confidence in myself. I really don't have confidence in myself. I try to stay positive, but, you know, it's another thing with depression. So. Right. Um, I, I feel like I try to look for some kind of validation. Um, I know people are like, yeah, the likes on Instagram. I want, I, I feel gross. But it's honestly, the more likes I get, the more validated I feel. The more people like me, I want to be liked. I want people to think that I'm cool. I want people to think I'm pretty or, you know. But who doesn't think that, though? Who? I don't know. I mean, who, who like, really, who doesn't? It takes Feel that part way. into my low self-confidence post-middle school. That's where we go back. Yes, yeah. traumatizing. It's the bullying. Um, you you see the people who have the pretty privilege. Like, I don't want to have the privilege. It's just, like, you see all these other people that are like, wow, I wish I looked like them. I wish I... Yeah, kind of, kind of po just, posted as often as they did, and or it's not about the posting stuff, but okay. it's more like you start comparing yourself. I see. You see your flaws. Right, right, right. You wish you looked more like this, or you wish your body looked better. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, it's more on that. But anyway, social media. Um, I like to post um, Snapchat, Facebook. Really don't have much to say about social media. I don't know. That's it's not what you. It's not what you said earlier. <laughs> I don't uh, remember what I said. No, no. I mean, not. It's not what. You, it's oh, not no. what you said. But what? Um, what I saw earlier earlier today. Um, you want to you want to get into it, or should I get into it? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing with you. You're no. scaring me now. No, <laughs> You're making um, me nervous. I have never seen not only a um, a cat outside outside of a house. I mean, obviously um. there are outdoor cats. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never seen um, one where. Um, One where you actually, one has actually oh. been on the beach. <laughs> Peach on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> My sphinx. Yeah, so she is just so amazing. She doesn't give you any trouble in the car. She's just, she's sassy. Mm -hmm. she, she's very I had a feeling. Yeah, she's sassy, <laughs> you know. She wants to be held on her terms. She wants to be on her terms. But I'm like, today is, you know, they're hairless. We can't leave them in the sun. They're going to get sunburned and yeah. overheated. Today was good weather. I've been thinking about it. More clouds in the sky today, yeah. Cooler, yeah. no sun. You know, we've been having rain. There was clouds. Mm -hmm. It wasn't humid. It was nice. Not hot weather where she could overheat. No sun where she could get sunburned. So I'm like, this is the perfect day to take her to the beach. Right. I'm going to take Peach to the beach. On her leash. What a caption. <laughs> it, it sounds crazy, but she enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of meowing, but... <laughs> that might be argued as she curiosity. Wasn't she wasn't trying to escape. 
She wasn't trying to get out of her harness. She could just kind of sit there, looked around, smell the air, meowed here and there, but she was the best. <laughs> I you see on TikTok. Well, I saw on TikTok. I have TikTok too. <laughs> right, Social right, media. right. Yeah, but yeah. I just look at the videos, whatever, and I post my cat. But um, I have been seeing a lot of people take their cats to the beach, just regular cats, mm-hmm. and their cats will like dig out the sand, mm-hmm. roll in it, and stuff. And I'm just like, I think I just want to do three. Let's try this out. Doing cat mom goals. <laughs> so, um, any uh. Last things that you wanted to add, or not that I can think of right now, but I mean, if we, me and you, or whatever, if we can think of anything else, I think that there should be a part two. I oh, guess. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Are you, I don't know. Drop. Look at you dropping future plans. <laughs> I on... have no idea. I don't know, but um. I was nervous at first about doing this. Did you, did you at least have a good time with it? I did. It time passed by fast. Yeah. I don't know about it'll if it'll go by for the listeners as fast, <laughs> but um, I think you might be surprised. Yeah, I I was nervous about it uh, about it at first because I've never done something like this before. But um, you know, like I said, me being a nervous kind of shy person at first, and then I need time to open up. That's where this kind of came in. Give me some time talking, getting comfortable, and then right, opening right, right. up. <clears throat> well, so, all is all yeah. is appreciated with everything that you added to it and uh, contributed. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for being on. Uh, thank you for inviting me. <laughs>